Hello and welcome back to another episode of Cody Underground. I am Cody Willard. And today we are going to do Q&A. Every Wednesday on TradingWithCody.com, I open up the chat room to our subscribers and I take their one-on-one questions about anything. Um, Most of the time it's about the markets and the economy and and the individual stocks that I outline that I'm buying on TradingWithCody.com. Um, but, uh, sometimes we have a lot of fun too, but anyway, today it's all about the markets. Markets are obviously down big today. So I'm going to talk about how to navigate, uh, you know, a down market like this, um, and with your broader portfolio. Uh, and by the way, be sure to download the Scudify app. It's by far the most value add app you'll put on your smartphone or your tablet. We've got it for iOS and for Android and, you know, it's all about the markets. It'll help you become a better trader and handle uh, days like today. So first question, Cody, I think it would be very interesting to hear your thoughts on this market situation. Please let us know what you are thinking as possible action for a market rebound or if it keeps falling. Thanks. My answer is that feet to fire, my take on the market for the near term, is that I think all this day-to-day volatility and big sell-offs are wearing out the bulls and the longs and the weak-handed traders. That has probably turned the path of least resistance lower for the next few days or weeks. But again, this is feet to fire analysis. When I talk about near-term broader markets, it's never something I'm trying to game. I'm always going to try to scale into the best stocks on an opportunistic basis in the context of these broader market near-term moves. I'll outline some of my favorite stocks in a moment, by the way. My overall analysis continues to point to further bubble-blowing bull market action in years ahead, as I've outlined it recently on these podcasts. Cody Underground, by the way. And regardless, I always want to buy revolutionary stocks that we can own, at least part of our positions in, forever. Question, right now I am 42% cash as hedged, but I think it could be more interesting to work on shorting something. Just now, I am thinking we could have bought SPXU or something like that. Please give me your thoughts, Cody. My answer is, are you sure you're trying? Are you sure that trying to gain a near-term market action move is a sustainable and helpful kind of trade for you and your money personally? Always think about the 10,000 days concept that I'm always trying to hammer home before you do anything with your money. That is, picture your money for the next, say, 10,000 days, 30 years, and whether or not the trades and the places you're risking it is going to pay off in the long term over those 10,000 days, even if you're day trading. If it's sustainable, great, go for it. I don't know very many successful day traders over 10,000 days, but if you think you can be one of those and you're successful at it, great. Point being, you need to have the 10,000 days concept in mind whether you're day time frame is day trading, swing trading, long-term investing, whatever. Other than that, since he's asking about short ideas, I do think BKS, that's Barnes & Nobles, is acting like it might break down lower again. I am short Barnes & Nobles BKS. Um, I'm always constantly trying to find hyped-up bubble stocks like I did recently with JRJC and DGLY, both of which, by the way, are getting absolutely crushed again today and are at new lows, deep new lows, since I first cited them on Scudify and TradingCody.com.
So you can learn a lot at these places. Next question, Cody, how do you handle not stopping yourself out of all of your stocks in a down market? The answer is that there's no easy way to manage broader market sell-offs, again, sustainably over the next, say, 10,000 days. But you do need to make sure that you have a plan for them anyway because they do happen. Here's the simplest way to answer that question, though. If the broader market sells off 10% and many of your highest beta stocks, including, like, say, for me, Facebook, Google, Amberella, SanDisk, those symbols, by the way, FB, G-O-O-G, A-M-B-A, and S-N-D-K. Those are some of my uh, higher beta stocks. Anyway, if they're down 15%, if your own highest beta stocks or any of your positions are down 15% or more from their current levels, as they might be in a broader market sell-off of, say, 10% even, which happens, would you be able to sleep at night? That's the question. Would you have the money and the guts to nibble some more on your favorite stocks while they're down? If you manage your buying and your trimming and your nibbling and your selling of your stocks and your overall stock portfolio properly, the broader market moves like today's, even when they're extreme, they fade away in importance. Gosh, I don't run money anymore. That's actually funny uh, because that's what the next question ties into. Guy gives me a high five on HiMax because yesterday I, I bought the stock and some call options back when it was below seven. And yesterday we trimmed, sold half our call options, and um, the stock is down now eight or nine percent from where we sold yesterday. Just you know, in the next in the last 24 hours since we trimmed. So he says high five on HiMax. I guess discipline has two meanings, huh? Discipline to trim when things are great and flying high, and then discipline the next day not to say, quote, why did I trim only a fifth of what I had? But, he says, he's being strong. By the way, this is still his question, although I guess it's usually a judgment call, when you advise to trim, let's say one-fifth, or sometimes you say one-fifth of my position, is it roughly one-fifth of the total market value, one-fifth of your shares or your options that you're holding, literally one-fifth of your gain, or what? Well, let me clarify that first. That last part first. When I say one-fifth of my total number of shares, as in I'm going to trim one-fifth of my position, that means I'm literally selling one-fifth of my total number of shares. If I have 500 shares, I'd sell 100. If I have 10,000 shares, I sell 2,000 shares. If I sell, say I'm selling one-fifth of my call options and I have 50 call options, means I'm selling 10 if I'm selling one-fifth, 10, 10 of those call options. As for the why did I only sell part at the high instead of all of it logic, I'm going to quote an article I wrote for the Financial Times uh, I guess about seven years ago when I was about to quit running my hedge fund to go to TV. I wrote, quote, For the past five years of running money, I didn't even have an alarm clock. There was no need. The knot in my gut that came with the pressure of running other people's money swelled long enough before the sun rose each morning. For four and a half years, I was up and attentive at every single market opening. Such steadfast dedication was exhilarating and exhausting. Running money is unlike any other job because you can quantify your results at any moment. And then you and your investors can gauge just how stupid or how smart you are at that moment. Of course, a good money manager never really thinks he's smart. 
There's no place on Wall Street for successful complacency. You lost money? You're an idiot. You had a good streak but still underperformed a booming market? You're an idiot. You blew away the market but had too many hedges which capped the game? Yep, you're an idiot. Google Cody Willard, idiot, <laughs> FT. And uh, it's the first article, let it come up. You can read the whole thing. And that's it for Cody Underground today. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.